Welcome back everybody, it's Angela and Siobhan. Um We're pleased to be back again, aren't we? I think our last yes. recording was, uh, was it August? August, September? That's <laughs> a tricky question, oh, Percy. <laughs> It was a few months ago. It was a few months ago. So um, as we mentioned last time, we decided we'd have a little bit of a break and uh, have a little think about the subjects that we wanted to talk about over the next few months. And um, we've come up with a little bit of a constructive Mm. list. Um, And obviously any input from any of you, you can always leave a message on the podcast um there is on the reviews there's a comment there's yeah. a comment thing on the apple podcast yeah. that if if you want something added that would be great yeah be a, that a would review. be really mm. really really helpful to us but some of the topics that we've come up with um are holidaying alone has anyone managed to go on holiday on their own i know a couple of people from the group have haven't yeah. they um, yes and they will be coming in to talk about their experiences with that um loneliness that's another big subject mm-hmm. that we wanted to talk about um next week we're meeting one of the members um her husband actually passed away through an accidental death um so we're going to be speaking to her yes. next week yes um and uh, other topics um coping with an illness when you're on your own um coping with a children's illness when you're also on your own um I think we have talked a little bit about possessions, uh, our loved ones' possessions, and yes. what we do with them um, or not. And so that's another topic of conversation. And also um, about dating online and commitments, mm. mm-hmm. um, which is another big subject. Um, and I think tonight's just us talking, isn't it? We've got a few members coming in to talk on those subjects. And um, we've got um, a lady coming in to talk about all the practical things. Yes, that yeah, she that's has, a good point. Yeah, yes. she, yeah. She's researched and yeah. has a lot of information no. on practicalities. Yeah, That's a really good point. So um, now we're sort of heading towards uh, Christmas. We thought Siobhan and I would probably discuss ways of trying to cope with Christmas because we know how difficult Christmas is yeah or can be yeah yeah so um where should we start I mean I I I can just basically remember um my first Christmas Simon died in the April so I can remember the build-up to Christmas started it always starts sort of November doesn't it you start to get earlier and earlier yeah Mm. and I can remember going into I was at work and I remember going into a shop, a well-known shop, um, to buy my lunch and the Christmas music was piping away mm. and uh, I couldn't believe that there was all this joy or what appeared to be this joyous season being advertised everywhere and I was going through the depths of grief and I can remember saying to one of the cashiers, why is this music playing so early? And bless him, yes. he said, oh, well, it's, it's, it's what they do. It goes on at a certain time each year. And I said, but it's really hard for those people that have lost people during the year. Bless him, he didn't know quite what to say, but it was just sort of one of those... <laughs> you were telling him off. <laughs> I, was, I was, it was just so painful. Yeah, yes. I remember, I remember the first Christmas after David died. It was almost a year, of course, because he died in the January, but um, I was going to have all my family together again because, of course, you know, two of them lived abroad. And I was incredibly sort of, sort of longing for them all to be here and tense because I didn't know yep. what would happen or how we'd all get on or how the grief would show itself or, 
you know, what we've, we'd always loved Christmas. I'd always been really big on Christmas and, you know, tried to make mine the best ever and to make my children believe mine was the best ever. So I'd always gone yeah. over the top in terms of effort. And, the, you know, I remember sort of thinking, well, I'm, I have to do it all again. And how do I do it all again? And not having the enthusiasm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also seeing... Christmas adverts with happy families yeah. so it's yeah. just like yeah. you know and it's all it's all it's it, difficult it, it, it's it's always sort of those as you say those happy families and Christmas films mm. as we've we've mentioned before you know everyone and it's always a happy ending isn't it but ours wasn't a happy ending no. and uh, Christmas is is each family has their own tradition traditions as well yes and I think that's that's it, it's like any anniversary isn't it with of, of birthdays deaths any anniversaries it's that huge big build up and mm. but this is even worse because it's a joyous occasion and you know that everyone's planning family events and planning yeah. happy times and talking about presents but there's so many people out there that christmas is such a painful time yes and some people hate christmas actually, yeah anyway so yeah but yeah, yeah. no i I think it really is, and I think about Christmas. So one of my my traditions, or sort of an enforced family tradition, was to watch White Christmas, right? Yes. And partly I did that um, because my dad used to love White Christmas, and would always sing in a sort of um, funny voice um, that lovely song. But you know, it was like, well, shall I watch White Christmas? Shall mm. I watch it with all of us mm. around? You mm. know, eating tangerines yes. and mince yeah. pies, yeah. like we we would, or shall I just like watch it on my own and sob? Or, yes, yeah. You know, it's that sort of hard stuff, and actually not really wanting to see films about Father Christmas. You no. just don't really. And and the trouble is, you can't. You, you, you sometimes you. Well, I felt that I just wanted to shut myself away. But you can't because it's everywhere. Mm. You, you you drive in the car and it's music on the radio. You go to work, someone says, "What are you doing for Christmas?" You yes. turn the TV on and it's Christmas adverts. Yes. You go shopping and it's Christmas all over the place. Um, and I think it it, it it is such a difficult build up. And it, I kept on trying to tell myself it's only one day. Yes, and it's like that build up goes on for six weeks. It's one day, and then at the end of that, it's you're out the other side. Yes. and yeah. it was it for 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 us that first year. It was changing all the traditions, but I couldn't write cards. I couldn't write any no. Christmas cards no. because I couldn't write just from me and the kids. There was always Simon's name missing. Yeah, I found it quite hard actually for quite a few years yes. writing cards, yes. and I and I would just if it was their birthday card. I would just write a big mum and lots and lots of kisses yes. to, to to make up for the fact that dad wasn't signing the card as well. Yes. I still find it hard doing cards. Actually, I find it hard. But I'm just thinking, I'm remembering now, but first Christmas after David died, is that my daughter-in-law's parents came over from France. I think I'm remembering this right. And of course I can't even remember if I remember it right. No. right? But um, And the they were they came, they come over from France by daughter-in-law was there, French daughter-in-law, my son, all the children, and they walked into the house and the father, who was called Pierre, lovely man, just said, right, you know, what can I do to help? And he put on an apron and started smashing Swedes or something. And I, I just thought, that's fantastic, because it suddenly became normal and what we yes. were doing yeah. was preparing food yeah. to try and give to everybody. It's like a gift of love, yes. isn't it, yeah. when you do the food for Christmas? I think it's... And, and I, I, I sort of... It, it helped really a huge yeah. amount with the atmosphere, I thought. And maybe changing the traditions because um, that first Christmas I couldn't 
get out. I did get out the tree because obviously for the family, you have to, you know, you have to try and make it as joyous as you can, can't you, for the children. I couldn't put any of the decorations up because each of those decorations were were a reminder of Christmas past or yeah. we'd been somewhere and we'd picked up a Christmas mm. bauble or a decoration. And I remember going with my daughter to a huge big garden centre and we had a trolley and we just loaded it with different different, different decorations bowls, yeah. and it's so funny now because I've still got those decorations but they're really muted they were silver and they were like a um, a very pale blue and it was almost like my my brain couldn't go into joyous bright reds and greens no. and it was like the whole tree had to be a muted colour because that's obviously how I was feeling. Yeah, so interesting because you painted your walls white, didn't you? Also, yeah, I did. So when you, Simon, you changed the colour of things When Simon house. died, yeah I, I, yeah, I went into this manic thing about I had to paint everything. I didn't even cover any furniture or anything. I just used to go go and get a huge big pot of white paint and just slop it all on I think yeah. people thought I'd really lost the plot yeah. but it was almost like I don't know why it was the colours that we had in the house I just wanted to change, change it yeah. I just wanted to go all, all white but yeah. yeah no it's very interesting actually that my Christmas tree was very very muted yes. and um, I only had a Christmas tree up I couldn't put cards up and I hated opening the cards because it was all, you know, the wording in them is, you know, obviously yes. everyone said, thinking of you. But then above it said, Happy Christmas, Happy New Year, joyous time of the year. Yes. <laughs> do you still feel like that? Or do you feel, I mean, now, you know, I, you're so many years on, I'm so many years on. I mean, I quite like getting Christmas cards. I hate writing love from Siobhan. Yes. So I, I now start sort of, I remember sort of I would write from Siobhan and the children. I thought, they've all got their own lives. What am mm. I doing? It's mm. like I'm taking over their mm. Christmas card mm. writing. Mm. And... Um, so now I still write Love, Siobhan, and it feels like weird. Yes. <clears throat> and I still find that weird. Yes. But you know, one of the things I find, um, I've always loved Christmas carols. I absolutely love them. And it's always like I used to weep through my children's nativities. I was always completely yeah. pathetic over that sort of thing. So I just love all of that stuff. And I find it still very hard to hear. And there's one Christmas carol which was played. Um, I, so I was... I hope Hannah doesn't mind me saying this actually, but I was with my daughter at the birth of her first child uh-huh. and he was born just before Christmas. Yep. And um, while um, he was being born, there was this, we had a playlist and there was this carol being sung. And um, actually when we rang home to say, oh, you know, um, the, the baby had been born, they were listening to that carol on um, home Alone or something right, it was okay. and um, so it was one it had a huge significance yeah. and then we sang it in choir I don't know if you mm. remember we sang mm. it in choir and I was so weeping yes. yeah. because it was also a memory which was a happy memory yeah. and I remember then the baby was born and then David came up you know to see the baby and I just remember we went to Peter Jones for coffee before yeah. we go to see, see her in the hospital but the, that carol never fails to still no, evoke no, some tears no. because it's happy, sad. Yeah, there's so many times. emotions, isn't it? As we've always said, and yeah. I think you know we've talked about music before, and you always had your special piece of music and the music mm. that you had played at mm. funerals, mm. and then coincidentally you hear them on the radio, or you know, so you become a little bit desensitised. But yes. with Christmas carols, you only hear them at one specific yes. time of the year, so therefore it is yes. you, you, know, you haven't really 
desensitise yourselves, have you, from, no. from things like that? And they're so lovely, aren't they? And, and yeah. the whole sort of idea of it is also lovely, yes. isn't it? Yeah. And it's, I, found, I found it difficult as well not buying a present yeah. f- for Simon yeah. and also not having anything from him because he would always give me a joke present and it would always yeah. be a joke under the tree and or something and then yeah. he would give me a lovely present when it was just the two of us together um so it was hard not buying presents yeah. for them wasn't it and and also where you sit at the table and mm. Simon used to Simon used to cook the turkey and and I remember the first year that um so, so after Simon died, we we all went to the pub, and Simon's mum and dad were there. And I think we just we just drank to uh, to, to to numb the anaesthetise yeah, the pain. Yeah. And we got home, and the oven had broken, and the turkey had cooked, but Ben got the turkey out of the oven, and the turkey fat just went all over the floor oh, and no. over everything. But we just thought it was hysterically funny, and I can remember Simon's dad <laughs> crying with laughter, and it was just so yeah. it was so bizarre, bizarre because mm. we were all trying mm. to be joyous, but at the same time there was this just this one huge yes. missing person that we all desperately wanted to be there. Yeah. And I, it's making me think, so what David did with, he always, we do stockings in our family and um, there's a quite strong rules about what goes in the stocking, right? But he always used to put extra things in mm. for me, um, which of course I loved. Um, <laughs> but he also used to do a present for each of the children, which they had to, and me, all my all my presents had clues on them. So I couldn't just open right, the bloody thing. Okay. I had to sort of... Uh-huh. read the clue out and work out what the answer was so it was quite torturous to yeah. have bucks for his first thing in the morning to cope but um uh anyway he's put these um do a, a video or a dvd or a book or something for the children and they would have to find it all over the house and they'd have one clue going to another clue going to another clue going yep. to, and that was his thing and i remember the first christmas i thought well, do i do that yes. do i sort of repeat that and then i decided not to because i thought that was that was david's thing yeah it wasn't something I thought no. of. I felt I'd done enough work, no. really. Yeah. But it was um, his thing, which the children will always remember. I hope they still... I mean, I'm sure they still remember yes. it. But, yeah. you know, I don't follow it up. But it's, you know, it's those things, isn't it, which is actually quite poignant, yeah. thinking, well, that, they're not going to do that again. No. And that must be, for everyone listening, that must be... Everybody has got their own traditions or they yeah. knows that there are certain ways in which each family celebrate mm-hmm. and not just us obviously but you know trying to think of 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 ways to make christmas easier i mean i enjoy christmas now and i'm excited to have christmas Mm -hmm. um but that took quite a few years um and now we'll always raise a glass to simon or we'll laugh about you know we used to do the silly games after christmas dinner and um we will laugh about that now but those first few years are so painful and I'm, I'm just trying to think of ways in which which makes it easier which, yeah. but I mean I think the thing for me is the grandchildren help and so yes, I'm blessed yeah. to have grandchildren yeah. and they help because yeah. it all becomes ridiculous and you're doing Christmas yes. concerts and shows and yeah. singing songs and all the rest of it yeah. and, that's, and they have the energy for that so I'm feeding off that energy yeah. I've, as I said I've always loved Christmas I, I used to love the run up to Christmas and I, I am enjoying it now but it's taken a while yeah. um, 
And as you say, and it's like, can we introduce new traditions? But of course, I always used to do it, right? I would like do the Christmas, do the Christmas lunch and everything. And like this year and last year, I'm going to my daughter's. Yep. And Mm -hmm. she's doing it. And and of course, it's passing the mantle on. Yeah. um, And it's different. And it'll still be lovely. Yep. So it's just, as you say, doing different traditions, isn't yeah. it? And, and, and just trying to find, you know, if you are out there on your own, is, is to, to join other people if you can. Yes, um, absolutely. Or, or even, you know, I've known of friends that have gone and, and worked in a, you know, a, a soup kitchen to yeah. help out for the yes. homeless on yeah. Christmas Day or, you know, do some volunteering, anything that gets you through that day. Through that day. And some people, actually, they do shut their doors, turn on the TV... Yeah. And just, you know, do whatever they want during the day, eat what yeah. they want, drink what they want on their own, yeah. just to get through the day. Because yeah. as you say, it's one day. It's actually the lead up, isn't it? And that yes. one day. Yeah. And when that day's over, there's a sort of, you know... Oh, I can remember getting into bed thinking, oh, thank God, it's finished. Yeah. And yeah. and then, you know, I think, well, Boxing Day, all the sales start, everyone's back, a lot of people are back to work. Yes, they are. You know, uh, and then there's almost that relief afterwards isn't it and you know I can remember taking the Christmas tree down I think on Boxing Day yes. because I was just just wanted Christmas out, out. and I thought yeah. I've done that I've survived mm. and then there's that looming new year isn't it well we're going to be we're going to be hopefully talking about that and giving some sort yeah. of thoughts and inspiration to people yeah. as they come through to the new year but it is yes looking forward and just thinking and that's the end of the year and especially if that's the first year that you're that your partner has died, you're thinking it's then going to be last year. Yes, and I think that 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 makes you feel that they they're even further away from you, because I, I think when when Simon died, I used to be a, you know used to say, oh, I remember putting some money in a charity box. I've having just posted Simon's death certificate off to all the various people that you had to, and there was a, a hospice charity box outside and I was a bit teary and I put some money in and he said oh are you all right and I said oh my husband died three years ago uh three weeks ago and he said oh my wife died three years ago this is why I do this and I thought like I did with um the other widow you know I just wanted to be at three years I didn't want to be at three weeks and I remember getting to you know oh it's it's a month and then yes and then a year and then as you quite rightly said it's going into that next year because Simon died in the April and then uh, it really hit me at New Year. Oh, Simon died last year. Mm. And then when when you were talking to people and you bring in the conversation, oh, my husband died last year. And it, it felt yes. like an, a whole... This I was never going to see him this year. This this year was a, a year where he didn't exist in my he life. He didn't exist, no. And, you know, uh, that's really hard, isn't it? It's hard. Really hard. Is, and that's a bit about like almost the moving on thing, isn't it? Because now, what, seven and a half, whatever it is, years on, I'm sort of thinking, well, I can enjoy Christmas. It will be, and I will enjoy Christmas, you know, it'd be lovely. I'll be there with the family. But those early times, those early years when you're thinking, I mean, exactly. I remember thinking, has it been a month? Has it been three months? Mm. Has it been six months? Mm. And time just went into this strange place yes. where I had no concept of what yeah. actually, you know, the amount of time that had actually passed. And even now when I think, oh God, David's been dead seven and a half years. It'll be eight years in January. It almost like doesn't feel true and, and yet does. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's such a sort of weird thing, isn't yeah. it? Well, it, to, to me, it feels like I'm living another life. So yes. it was it was sort of like I had my life with Simon, which was wonderful. That was obviously I haven't had that life 
for nearly 11 years. Yeah. Um, it would be 11 years in April. And that's, you know, I find it really hard to believe that I've survived that length of time. Yeah. And I have new... Uh, new existence and you know I I say if Simon was to come back he wouldn't he wouldn't recognize the person I am now I know you said that before he just wouldn't no because I'm doing all these different things yeah that he wouldn't recognize me as yeah because if he were here I wouldn't be doing all those things because we'd be doing all those things together yes that's true and actually going through different pathways yeah which he just wouldn't have seen or you wouldn't be doing no no is an extraordinary process isn't it this this moving on when I talk to some of the other widows in a group I just think it seems to be such a strange route isn't it unpredictable route as we journey on through our lives and move on to new things new work new relationships new adventures and and we're doing that still Mm. within the context Mm. of and I think Being you and I can age. see that within the group. I know we've mm. talked about the group before, but it's the widow support group. Um, and and it, it, it's very interesting because you're one of the first members, aren't you, Siobhan, mm. at uh, seven and a half, eight years. And me being at nearly 11 years, we're seeing people coming in and they're only a few months yes. into being widowed. Yes. And it's a, it, it certainly is a, a cycle of grief yes. that yes. I've seen repeated so many times yes. and as you've quite rightly said in the past you know you either live life or you wait to die but everyone has to go down new paths otherwise it, it, it you just can't survive can you you have to you have to put one foot in front of the other and you have to put one foot in front of the other and going back to what we've said before it's like whatever gets you through the 24 hours at yeah. the beginning it's whatever gets you yes. through the 24 yeah. hours I think yeah and I think that's and and actually, if you get through to a year, then and and two years and three years, actually, you're doing incredibly well. Mm. You're doing incredibly well, and yeah, I think it's really important that people acknowledge that for themselves. And when I was meaning the thing like you choosing life or choosing to wait to die, and everybody makes their own choice, right? It, it wasn't meant to be sort of a harsh thing, but I think for me, I had to, I had to make a yeah. very very positive choice because otherwise I was floundering around in some sort of no man's yes. land, yeah. not quite knowing what to do. Yeah, you just get, you 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 get stuck in that grief cycle, don't you? And I don't think grief ever ever goes it, as we've said so many times before. Yeah. It just bubbles onto the surface. It and does. before we started recording, yeah, this we both, yeah, we we both shared quite a lot of yes. of 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 things that have happened in the last however many weeks about things that just trigger that grief again but yes. it's not such the roller coaster is no. it's not the tidal waves it's just an element of sadness well it's an element of sadness and of complexity i think that's the other thing we were yeah. sort of thinking actually life is more complex now yes because because there are so many dimensions into yes. everything that affects our lives because yeah. we are we have lost yes and a husband that. the yeah. kids have lost a father yeah. there's all extended family there's extended friends and as you said it is whatever gets you through the day the year the month and um certainly with christmas whatever gets you through that first second third fourth christmas yes be kind to yourselves, really, also. Yes. Just don't beat yourselves up because you're not enjoying it. Don't beat yourselves up because you are enjoying it. I mean, just, like, do whatever you want yes, to do. Yes, do whatever what, mm. what feels right for you, yeah. what feels right for your family. Know that there are people out there that understand that, you know, and, and if you need support, there are 
agencies to help, aren't they? If you're feeling very desperate over the Christmas yes. period. Yes, um, it's always Samaritans, Samaritans, right? If you're feeling absolutely desperate. Yeah, and cruise always, bereavement. Yeah, and, always uh, be there. And as we've said so many times before, always uh, rely on those that support you yeah. the most. Yeah. So, you know, take up all the offers that you can. If you don't want to do anything, don't. But if you can, then that's brilliant. Yeah. Well done. Whatever works. Whatever works for you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everyone. And take care and we'll speak next time. Okay. Bye-bye.